Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the P1 podcast. I'm going high, but not loud because my voice is on the ropes today, Tommy. I don't know why. I think I've got a bit of a sore throat. Hopefully I'm not going to get ill before the Australian Grand Prix. We thought it was a good idea to record this now in case my voice just disappears and I can't say all of my terrible predictions. Oh no. Don't tell me you're going to be out out of action for all the Twitch streams. I'm going to have to carry it on my own. P1 with Tommy at 5.30 in the morning. <laughs> Let's go. Um, now, before we dive into our predictions, we'll do our usual uh, part of the podcast, which is reading out one of your wonderful five-star reviews. This one comes in from Nevashni from South Africa. You put the South Africa there, Tommy. Are you trying to bait me? <laughs> can, you, can, you tell that I re- can you tell that I replaced the Netherlands <laughs> and didn't <laughs> change the, the... Right. Nevashni comes in with, listen to you guys from Richards Bay in South Africa. I'm a Max fan and listen while I'm driving to and from work. Makes my commute in peak hour traffic bearable. You guys are amazing. Keep up the great work. Thank you, Navashni. I hope you haven't got too much traffic now that you're listening uh, to the podcast once again. And hope you get home safe. Okay. Should we get into our predictions, Tommy? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's see if my voice survives the entire video slash podcast. Let's start with... Biggest good surprise. Now we're just gonna we're gonna mix it up. Tommy, you're gonna go first. You didn't even know this was happening. You're gonna go first, yeah. Okay, my biggest good surprise is McLaren. Big big surprise. Um probably the biggest surprise is me saying McLaren is a good surprise because I've uh I've had my criticisms of them, but I feel like this track may suit things a little better. And um yeah, we'll uh we'll see. Hopefully, uh this is a good, a good omen for McLaren, a good circuit for them. They did well there last year, um, so I feel like they might turn it around. Lando Norris, I think, is going to be well suited to this track, his kind of track. So we shall see. I'm sure many McLaren fans are praying that I'm right because they still don't have any points. I feel like if you are a um, fan of this prediction um, series, uh, you could take a shot every time we say we shall see, and I'm pretty sure you'd be pretty blasted by the end uh, of every episode. Um, but no, that's it's almost like we're making it up. <laughs> I'm guessing that's what predictions are. It hasn't happened yet. It's that's an interesting, good surprise, Tommy, because I feel as though right, McLaren could finish eleventh and twelfth, and you would be claiming that's the biggest good surprise because it wasn't as bad. As I'm being Saudi. very unspecific this week to get some yeah, points. Yeah, it's very clever of you. You've learned from your previous mistakes. I have. I will be arguing against it if neither of them scores points, though, for a biggest good surprise. My gook. My gook. <laughs> My biggest good surprise is Nico Hulkenberg. I feel as though Haas haven't got off to the best of starts. They've shown some moments of potential in qualifying. 
but they haven't really delivered. And I think Nico Hulkenberg hasn't really delivered to the level that you certainly thought, Tommy, before the, the start of the season. But also me. He's very he's a he's a brilliant driver as much as everyone decides to um, throw shade because he hasn't scored a podium. He's still a, a very consistent, decent driver, and he hasn't shown his potential yet. So I think Australia has a well known for being really quick and then losing their wheels there. Let's hope oh, no. the second one doesn't happen. Let's hope the first one does, for my biggest good surprise sake, and uh, and Hulk gets in the points. Well, knowing Hul- Hulkenberg, his tyre will probably fall off as soon as he gets into third place. So, so we'll actually, see. I'm going to speak to Nico and say, fourth <laughs> only, no higher. We need to secure that bag, okay? To be fair, even if he got into third and his wheel fell off, it would still be a big, biggest good surprise if he was up there. So, um, yeah, Hulkenberg hasn't actually delivered all too much this season he's not he's not been that safe pair of hands that we expected so far but it is early days it is early days we're we're getting ahead of ourselves but hey this is part and parcel of formula one and also i don't feel like we've got any momentum for this season right now so we're dwelling on performances rather than maybe a double header then a a, a two weeks break and then another no it's race two weeks race two weeks and then four weeks after the australian grand prix what is going on? And then we've got craziness, which I'll accept. But it's a it's a been a weird slow start, hasn't it? It's a very weird season. Very weird season. Uh, just looking at our like kind of content calendar that we've that we've got, and I like looked through it to see what what we've got coming up. And yeah, it is so weird that kind of got these week breaks, then a month which. Australia, all I'm saying is please be good because we've got a month to fill <laughs> after your after your race. So please be a good race. Um and then it's like triple headers galore after that. So um we'll be fine then. But fingers crossed for that Hulkenberg podium or something to talk about for a month. Oh goodness me, that that would be quite something, wouldn't it? And I would take the point for biggest good surprise. Okay, we now move to biggest flop. My one. It's Sergio Perez. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mexican fans. I'm sorry, Sergio Perez fans. But look, there's no hate here. It's This is just predictions, okay? We're like, who can have a bad weekend? I feel as though Perez, after his performance in Saudi, has been put on a bit of a pedestal now. Like, oh, he can take the fight to Max. There's big storylines around it. I feel like it will go back to how it was in Bahrain, where Max is clear He'll drive off into the distance. And in fact, we'll get on to the rest of my reasons why as we go to the other prediction, other sides of the predictions. But I, yeah, I, I just don't think he's going to have as good a, a good a weekend. As much as Australia is seen kind of as a street track, which I do not see it as a street track. It doesn't look like a street track. The walls aren't close enough for it to be a street track, <laughs> but apparently it's a street track. Yeah, biggest biggest flop for a Red Bull has to be kind of not first or second then, yeah, literally. <laughs> that's crazy um i have gone for biggest flop as carlos Sainz. now he's not exactly been on charles leclerc's pace anyway so for it to be a flop it is going to have to be a bit of a mare but he did have a mare last year found a lot of gravel traps um and i do hope science does pick up pick up the pace because i think it could get really spicy if we do have a nice ba- battle between the ferrari drivers i do really want to see it but, you know, at the end of the day, got that gut feeling. And I think uh, Carlos is going to be the one to um, fall victim. I say victim, I never get any points. So he's going to win the race. Well done, Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, he had a stinker last year, didn't he? He um, what happened to him in qualifying again? Because I feel like he was out of position. And yeah, then... he started down in ninth because he didn't set a lap or something, and then yes, and then pushed came, too hard. Everyone and... thought he was going to come through the field. That's when the Ferrari was really good, really, really good, and uh, thought he was going to come through the field. Should have been patient and spun off. Yeah, I think he went on started on the hard tires, didn't he? And then ended up in the in the gravel. Okay, I can see that. Signs, I mean, hasn't had a great start to the season anyway, in my opinion, in terms of his pace to his teammate and whatnot. So it would have to be a bit of a stinker in order for this to be biggest flop. But uh we shall see. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now we go to pole position. All right, hear me out. Here we go. Are you ready for this? Oh, okay. I am ready to put this into existence. Pole position for the Australian Grand Prix 2023. Fernando Alonso. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Basket in. Come on. Come in. Come in, everybody. Let's God, get I that. Right. Let's get the ritual going. Okay. My reasonings for this. Fernando Alonso is a god. Number one. He's proved that in the first two races. Number two. He almost stuck it on the front row last year. Had it not been for that mechanical issue, everyone thinks that, yes, he could have stuck it P2 on the grid, which is absolutely insane in, the, in what was the Alpine. And it Much was worse not... car than he's got now. Exactly. So, yeah. Aston Martin, I just feel like they might be a little bit groovy this, this weekend. But get a bit closer to the Red Bull. The Red Bulls aren't absolutely in the distance, good night, sweetheart kind of area in qualifying. Yes, they are in the race, but they can get close enough. Now, Max might have to have a problem in order for Fernando to get pole, but I just feel it. I feel like Fernando's got something. He, he, he's he got something to prove at Australia. He, he wants revenge after last year's mishap. God, what incredible redemption that would be for that lap that we thought, oh, we would have loved to have seen what he could have done. And then who would have said, particularly as Aston Martin last year were absolutely awful. I think this was their worst race, wasn't it? Because you had Seb on a scooter, Lance binned <laughs> it with Latifi, Vettel binned it and spun off loads of times. And now, yeah, I, I agree that they're going to be, I think they should be good around here. But I have gone boring and I have gone for pole position. Max Verstappen, because I want some points. <laughs> it is still 5-3, isn't it? Because we it neither is. of us scored yeah. any points after the second round. Well, I said this last time, and uh, every time I, to be fair, every time I do pick Verstappen, he doesn't win. So Keep maybe I am my jinxing that, uh, making a close championship fight for you all, and hopefully oh, an Alonso poll. Thank you so much, Tommy. You're such a man of the people, aren't you? I am. I'm here for here for you all until there's any <laughs> moment of Max might not win this and then you whip out the onesie you whip out everything else and the season's weird. ruined and, and then the season is absolutely ruined it's that time of the year your vacation is coming up you can already hear the beach waves feel the warm breeze relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This episode is sponsored by Tennis Channel Plus. Witness history at the French Open, where old rivalries meet new talent on the clay battleground. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled access as the world's top players in tennis face off to see if the veterans maintain their dominance or if a fresh face rises to challenge them. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May the 20th. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Okay, we now go to my top three. In third position, Sergio Perez. Oh. Which will tie in with his biggest flop. Yes, that car is so good that not finishing in the top two is a flop. Exactly. Fair play. Uh, For third place, I have gone for Fernando Alonso. (laughs) <laughs> back to back to back podiums. Yes. The three peat, but for podiums. Okay. I can see that. In second place, Fernando Alonso. After oh. a Titanic battle with Max Verstappen for all of one lap after him being on pole. <laughs> <laughs> will he get he in the grid spot properly this time? That is a very good question, which I hope he does. I hope they they just bring like a ridiculously crazy invention for the Aston Martin that has like almost like old age pensioner kind of wing mirrors so that he can see kind of where to put the car. Uh, I feel like that could be quite beneficial for him. It's one of those tracks though where I think overtaking could be extremely difficult. I don't think they've announced the DRS zones, but I know last year we had four. And they made no, the, yeah, and they yeah, they took, made they, took one they have announced it. Oh, sorry, so it will be three. So, yeah, they were, it yeah. was going to be four. They took one out and it was three, and I'm pretty sure this week this weekend is four again. I'm not surprised because, uh, yeah, it's not been hugely big on overtaking this circuit in the past, and it maybe feels a little bit more difficult than last year, which is a shame. So, yeah, uh, maybe Fernando gets in the lead. Uh, sorry, gets ahead of Perez, and it's just impossible to overtake. Um, so second place for me is... Sergio Perez. I've gone for an extremely bold prediction, as you can see. Tommy, you have to keep things interesting, otherwise people will turn off. No, I'm just jinxing. I just like I'm never I never get any points. So this I'm just hoping that this doesn't happen. Mm. And then Okay. But but the thing is, right, you'll say your top three in this, and then we'll do quality and race predictions for the actual thing. Uh because no points are on the line, you'll be like, Oh yeah, so uh Logan Sargent will win. Uh then we got Alex Alvin P two. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's disgraceful. <laughs> as soon as you put points on the line, you get you get boring. Uh because deep down, I'm not thinking Fernando Lodge is getting pole. But I, I hope and you just know it's gonna be a social clip if it if it does come true. Um so yeah. Okay, fair enough. My pole position, no, top three. My my winner of the Australian Grand Prix is Max Verstappen. Congratulations, <laughs> so, Max. Well so done. You roasted well me for a well boring done. prediction. Yeah, Sorry, I mean, at least I've mixed up a little bit and not I, had I, a Red Bull 1 2 again. <laughs> I have gone hugely bold and swapped two and three round of every other round of this <laughs> That's season. Massively I mean. bold when the Red Bulls are a second clear of everyone else on race pace. It is, to be fair. So, yeah, my winner. I have gone for Max Verstappen as well. I promise later down the season I will mix it up, but I'm trying to bag some early points and maybe 
maybe I'll, I'll jinx it, but it's really hard to bet against Verstappen, Perez, Alonso. That just seems to be the, new the order at the moment. So it is the new Hambot Ver. Um, but these things don't always go as expected. And goodness me, is uh, the Australian Grand Prix due a banger because it's been far too long. So please When was one. the last banger? Australia. Oh, it must have been like a wet race in like 2010 or something, I think. It's what, it, that, that's the first one that comes to mind is 2010 uh, when it was a wet race and kind of got a lot of overtaking and stuff. Uh, maybe 2012 when Maldonado binned it, chasing Alonso at the end. But it's never been that great. It, it feels like one of those, obviously I'm a proper boomer and been watching ages, but it feels like one of those races that was good in the early 2000s, but now... Just not seen a good race in there for a long time. And I think as well that that Melbourne at Australian Grand Prix has just got a free pass usually because they were the first race of the season. Yeah. And I feel like they avoided a lot of criticism because everyone was so hyped for the racing to start that they're like, oh, well, you know, it's only the first race of the season. You know, well, Michael Schumacher won by four, four laps. And that's yeah. fine. Don't worry about it. We'll move on. And then, you know, criticism yeah. rolls in a little bit later into the season. Yeah, and it's a country that just is one of those countries that like Formula One is a huge part of and there's, you know, historic Australian world champions and it's just been on the calendar for a very long time and the Australian fans are, you know, amazing and very, very dedicated to watch Formula One when they're not, don't have the best time zone to watch it. Um, and it seems like that race is always very good vibes, but um, let's hope the action matches the vibes. Yeah, I just want to say, if you are an Australian listener or watcher, you are a legend. Like, the fact that you watch Formula One and get up at ridiculous times, or even stay up to ridiculous times to, to watch this sport and be a fan, I commend you. You are legends. Okay, now we move to our one crazy prediction. Whilst Tommy is looking for either Frank or a drink. <laughs> what Frank. are you doing there? You're looking for Frank. Okay, cool. My one crazy prediction are you ready? Go on. Everyone will line up on the grid properly. <laughs> Is that a prediction? Yes. I'm sorry. We're two from two. Someone not lining up in the grid properly. That means it's 0% oh, happened so God, far. You that found a loophole. a beautiful loophole. It's not happened this season yet. We're into round God three. Sake. You can't. Oh, look. Oh, Max. Oh, Max. Then Sergio. Then Fernando. This is my time to try and get a point. And you watch four drivers be out of position come Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Imagine. Imagine if it does happen again. I've nailed it. If it. If it happens again, I wonder what, like, there must be be some weird I think they'll do an old school Le Mans start if it happens again where they have to get out of the car run to the car and then they can you know start from there really so at least they'll know if they're in the grid box or not that'd be something to behold (laughs) um my one crazy prediction and kind of could argue that maybe kind of leads into yours a little bit and some of the things that you've gone for because I'm gonna say that a red bull is beaten in qualifying and I obviously I obviously think think that is Sergio Perez, and I think he might get beaten by Alonso or Leclerc, but I've learnt from my mistakes, and I'm just going to say a Red Bull is beaten in qualifying and not go into specifics. Is that crazy? Yes. When when everyone's moaning at the most dominant car, they've been miles ahead of everyone else. And uh, I think think it'll take a big... as my one. Yeah, true. So, 
We need some points. You're going for the full house. I can see it. You've really tried with this one. Uh, but fair enough, Tommy. Look, I'll have to do it for the next 20-odd races. Um, and, you know, this whole prediction series will go <laughs> down the toilet because it's the same predictions every week. No, I'm kidding. But um, that was, okay, fair enough. Let's see how many points we score this week. 5-3 uh, to me currently. And that was all scored in Bahrain. Uh, hopefully, we don't end 5-3 at the end of the Australian Grand Prix. Although, or, actually, or, although if we, we keep pre- if we keep predicting Verstappen, Perez, and Alonso every week, then we I do hope points. we're wrong for the rest of the year. Yeah, <laughs> and that's coming from me. Points. Yeah. Oh, can you imagine? Can you imagine? Because you've you've said max pole, max win. Yeah, okay, I'll take no points actually, and it's an absolute stone cold banger. Charles Leclerc yeah. back to the front Please. of the field. Here we go. Okay, there you go, Tommy. What is your final thoughts? My final thoughts are about you actually matt oh and God. uh is it, is it is it pg <laughs> when we uh when we did our hamilton um podcast and i said uh, i think it was about simon lazenby predicting that hamilton will go to ferrari and it launched all these ferrari rooms and i said one day we'd love it if we could just be like saying saying something like oh i reckon this will happen and then it will appear in in articles that blah 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 from the p1 podcast thinks this and that has actually happened with you <laughs> saying that charlotte you think charlotte claire won't win a championship with ferrari and it's been clipped it's been put on as a quote graphic it's been put on an article so yeah you are you are an expert now I'm absolutely not. Um, that I, I think I got imposter syndrome when I saw that. I was like, "Why have they? Why have they clipped this up?" And fair enough, some people have questioned, "Why? Why are we clipping up Matt Gallagher?" And I was like, "I have exactly the same question, uh, but I'll take it." <laughs> apparently, apparently, people want to hear my opinion. So that was a really weird moment to see a graphic with my quote in, and then Sky Sports F1 tweeting it. I was like, "This, this is not real." That can't, yeah. that can't be real. Do you find and, it weird that... Uh, this is one thing I always find weird, and I even find this weird for you, that when, when it says, like, Gallagher, when, when you're referred to as a surname, I always find that really bizarre. Yeah, I know. That is weird. You it, sounds see that, quite, it sounds like more professional, doesn't like it? A, than, like a Formula 1 driver. Yeah. Really, you know, Bellingham up the inside of Gallagher. That sounds weird. <laughs> um, but yes, no, it's very strange. Um, hopefully you've got to listen to the Sky Sports F1 podcast. That's where I featured on and that's where the quote came from. I am regretting saying that Charles Leclerc would never win a world title with Ferrari. I didn't mean it. It was like a, you know, well, I did mean it, but it was more of a, unless they buck their ideas up. And I think that's a fair, fair statement as well you know and hopefully Charles didn't see it out of context and will never speak to me ever again uh, the love is still there frank is tearing around the room by the sounds of it and that is the end of this podcast just want to say big love Charles Leclerc. you know what a driver you know you know what it's like for a driver now they, i know when you when you like kind of say up. one little thing and then they cut up a very small part of it and then it's like oh come like Matt slandering Charles Leclerc. What was this? I know. This? Like, they even made an article out of it. I'm like, why are you making an article out of what I've said? I'm so washed. Like, it's unbelievable. Because uh, it's like, Matt Gallagher thinks that Charles Leclerc will not win a world title with Ferrari. And I was like, yeah, but, no, but I kind of went, um, it's really difficult. And, you know, unless they change, no, sort of thing. Uh, but anyway, I digress. I need to see that side by side with your prediction from, from our... Charles Leclerc will be world champion. I've two, already seen two someone races on later. I've already seen <laughs> someone on Twitter going, "This you," and it's like Charles Leclerc will be world champion in 2023. It's like, come on, I'm clear. I was clearly you were just high on copium. Copium, yeah, exactly. Copiuming, if that's a word. Yeah. Anyway, this podcast has rabbited on, and we will see <laughs> you very soon for another podcast or video. 
I'd, and racing. Yeah, on, on Friday. Yes, tomorrow. Racing, yay. Bye. Bye. Charlotte Claire, I still love you. <laughs> Sorry. P1 is a Stack production and part of the ACAST Creator Network. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.